What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are we this morning? <laughs> How about yourself? Oh, you sound like a barrel of laughs this morning, GP. How are you? It's the morning. How am I supposed to sound? Like you've got some coffee in you that you don't drink? I'm not sure. Yes, I don't drink coffee, so... You don't yes. drink coffee. I've never understood it. Go have a cinnamon roll. Oh, yeah, cinnamon roll and coffee. The ultimate breakfast I will never have. Mm-hmm, yes. mm-hmm. You want to start with some voter fraud? Why don't we catch up to that here in about three seconds here? Or actually, go ahead with what you're, you wanted to go with in the morning. I was going to go is, with voter fraud. Crazy on the voter, well, the voter fraud is crazy because even CNN is throwing their own under the bus. It's, you know, because we know CNN is part of the, uh, is the, you know, the communist news. I mean, the, uh, chi- uh, you know, CNN, whatever it is. They're uh, pro-Democrats and they're actually throwing their own party under the bus by reporting about all this, this fraud that's been going on all the way up to 2016. Um, and I don't know if you want to do the, you know, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, this guy was already arrested for voter fraud from before. We're talking about, of course, um, Ozzy, what's what was his real name? Uh, Michael <laughs> Myers. He, you guys know his name? My, uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Myers. The uh, isn't that funny? His name, yeah. But he he's already been outed already with uh, some bribery charges and voter manipulation. So now he's being charged with more things. And this is from 2014 to 16. So we and we already know that we've had a party shift during that time period. So what's to say that this hasn't been going on the whole time? All this voter fraud. I mean. You know what? I don't trust the government anyway, so I, I'm on the Bruce government bad scenario. But this You're is on disgusting. The Bruce this is out. Yeah, this is just a real disgusting thing where you're losing the trust of the, the populace. You're making literally any good politician out there that could be a good one look bad. Say, say there is a Democrat, you know, a politician that's a Democrat that happens to be a very good person that's really taking care of their constituents. It's really looking out for the people. And now something like this to make everyone look bad. It's, it's the worst of crimes. Dealing someone's trust is got to it's just the worst of crimes. So your your um, hypothetical person there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question I would have for them is why why are you still in the Democratic Party? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're just a know, bunch of Marxists <laughs> and socialists at this point. Well, there are people. The ones that you don't hear about are those Democrats, those ones that do not the average voter get involved. Sure. No, no, I'm referring to the politicians. Even they don't get involved. They only want to take care of their constituents, even though they, they know their party has just lost its freaking mind. So, okay. and it's not their whole party that's lost its freaking mind. You know, they're holding to the true, the original democratic principles of understanding the vote for the people, and it's about the people. So they're holding, beholden to those principles. They don't represent the whole party. And those people that are extremists don't represent the whole party. It's like in the Republicans. I mean, there are Republicans that are liberals that believe in pro-choice and believe in gay marriage and gay rights and believe in equality, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. They're not the extreme right. So you can't really blame the whole party. But every time something like this comes up, everyone blames the whole party for something. I mean, if 
any Republican party member came up with some whatever, say he got arrested for being a pedophile. They're going to blame the whole party for being pedophiles, right? Typically they but, do. But that's not the mark. And so when it's when it's a single case, right, mm-hmm. it's usually they try to paint it that way, but it doesn't stick. The problem, basically the scenario that I'm presenting in this case, I know it's a mm-hmm. hypothetical person that you're talking about. The 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 issue that I'm I have with still being a Democrat and the same with still being a Republican is the majority of the leadership or the majority of the the voices, if you will, that we're seeing are Marxist, are socialist. That's the only thing you're seeing that the Democrat. So that's the, they're trying to rebrand the, the Democratic Party and being that. So well, classics have been pushed out of the way. Yeah. So why stick around? Why call yourself a Democrat when that's what they're doing? It's it's the same thing. It's the still same the principle. number one. There's still still number one reason to buy uh, politicians abide by all of them abide by this. Number one rule is get reelected. Oh, I get it. I, I get it for a politician, but I'm I'm talking about the average voter. It, it's the same concept as uh, the problem I have with the protesters. If you're a protester legitimately and you're you're trying to voice your grievances, and then you have rioters show up, why are you either a not stopping the rioters or b why are you still there? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's kind of the same same concept uh, for this. Why are you not standing up voicing, you know, why are you being a voice counteracting the the voices of the leadership, the ones that are trying to go Marxist? Or why are you still there? Well, anyway, to be honest that, with you, that, I think that, in that, that yeah. I think in that respect, honestly, they're afraid. Honestly, I mean, I think it's where they're at. You look at you look at the Republican Party. Where are they? Where in the hell are they? They're nowhere. You've got a few voices that are standing out. You've got guys like Tom Cotton. You've got guys like Rand Paul, Ted Cruz occasionally that are standing out. But for the most part, the ones that need to be stepping out, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, no, they're not stepping out. They're cowards. They've sold out. Marco Rubio, that's all a sellout crowd. Same thing with the Democrat side. You've got a majority of them that are out there now. They're the ones that, like you said, they're trying to shift the party. They're trying to take the mask off for that party. See, the new party is going to be the DSA type party. That's what it's going to be. And so you're going to have the old classic Democrats, the few that are in there, you're going to have them join with the sellout Republicans now, if you can get them to that point, and they will be the new, uh, well, essentially, they'll be what the Democrats were 50 years ago. That's what they'll be. And you won't have any type of opposition in the country. They'll just be that, you know, small minority that just capitulates. That's what they'll be. So where do you like where where do you step in and you stop the voter fraud? I say to stop the voter fraud, you got to institute voter ID. We have to have ID for literally everything in that country. Got to have an ID to drive a car, don't you? You got to have an ID to to buy uh, spray paint. You got to have an ID to buy whiteout for correction fluid for papers. So what you you need it for Tylenol, I think, in some cases, in some in certain states. So we need it for that, but we don't need it to to vote. So until we get voter ID laws in place, you're not going to stop this kind of nonsense. It's got to happen. Now, I've had to show my ID every time that I've gone to vote uh, in the States. Every time that I've gone to vote, it's always been, I need to see your ID. And I say, well, why do you need to see my ID? You know who I am. You know, we've shared the same backyard across the fence for 30 years. You need to see my ID for what? They say, well, it's just what I got to do. So, I mean, you, you got to look beyond that. You, you've got to look beyond the, the personal affiliations. Bruce, how many times have we seen videos of Veritas, uh, Project Veritas people? They're going in voting four, five, six, seven times the same day, the same yeah. place, right? Until we get voter ID laws in place 
and you stop this type of uh, funny business of stuffing ballots from both sides and you stop them from uh, from getting dead people to vote and cats that died 12 years ago to get from getting mail in ballots um, sent to them, which I'm not a big proponent of the mail in ballot system. If you're an absentee. okay, I get it. I get it. Right. I mean, I vote absentee. So I understand it's a different process. But my ballot, I have to apply for the ballot and then I get the ballot sent to me and then I can vote. And then I have to either mail it in in a in a, uh, in a sealed certified letter or I take it to my nearest consulate and I put it in the diplomatic pouch and it goes out that day. So it's actually secured. That's the only way. This other nonsense that we're doing about sending out ballots. I mean, I know some people that are getting four, five, six, seven ballots. I've seen photos that are being sent out on social media of people that are getting all these ballots sent to them. One guy got uh, four ballots that was sent to him for his grandfather that died a decade ago. So you lose a chain of custody when it comes to that. You only get one vote. You only get one. So you want to stop the fraud. Then you've got to you got to get voter ID in place. You've got to get uh, these voting machines out that are owned by Soros. You got to get those voting machines out. It has to be a paper ballot. Uh, and then the paper ballots, you have to show ID in order to get access into the uh, into the voting booth that day. And that's it. Well, a person over here in California, their cat got a voter registration card. So yes. how do I get an ID for the cat? That's why I said, how do you get an ID for the cat? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, GP. I, I, really, I really don't have an answer for you on that one. Is the cat racist? Uh, speciesist definitely believes it's superior is a to speciesist. all. Yeah, I got that's a new one. I haven't yeah, heard that believes one. Yet. It is superior to all other species. Yeah. Okay. All yes. right. Well, speaking of it's being superior, yeah, of course, are. it's a cat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, speaking of being superior, you guys heard about these brain chips? Yeah. My no, brain, I have not brain. heard about these chips. <laughs> you haven't. Okay. All right. Just making sure. What was that? <laughs> yeah. Just making sure. Elon Musk. We've talked about him quite a bit on here, right? He's one of these uh, these guys that are uh, in the process of making some of these chips. His is called the Neuralink system. Now, he claims that the Neuralink chip that he's going to manufacture will allow you to stream music directly to your brain. What would you guys think of that? No more headphones. No more Bluetooth, no more, you know, plug in things with a cord running down into your pocket or whatever. No, no more of that. What would you think if you could stream like Spotify or anything else? What would you think if you could stream that directly into your brain? Well, there's only one condition, though. If while I'm sleeping, it consistently tells me over and over again, socialism is good. Burn down the man. Socialism. <laughs> Wait, you mean that's not there already? <laughs> yeah, right. in between in between takes. Yeah, probably. I mean, you're in California. I was I was expecting mm-hmm. it was in every household already. It's just like that that speaker you mm-hmm. can't turn off. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's not always listening. Just ninety. <laughs> yeah, right. Of the time. Just ninety four percent of the time. Sure. Which that speaker that we can't say because it triggers a whole bunch stuff of stuff. On? Yeah, and then it orders like three hundred dollars worth of stuff to send it to your house, and then yeah, it did. Yeah, because of you guys, but it didn't order it. I had to do a confirmation. Yeah, we still. we don't do that anymore. But we are available on that device that has a name that starts with an A that's sold. I by changed Amazon. the name, we, so you can't you can't mess it up. Now, okay. So. Well, I'm not going to do it because of other listeners out there who might have one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, streaming music to your brain, Bruce. We've talked about brain chips. Yeah, this is we, mm-hmm. we've talked about the good mm-hmm. side and the bad side. This is a I mean, this, this is kind of like a, a benefit, like a frill off to the side of this brain chip. What, what do you think of this? Yeah. So just just a quick point of clarification. Neuralink and MindLink are the same company. 
Okay. Um, so it's it's Elon Musk, but Neuralink is more of the medical stuff, and Mindlink is going to be more the frivolous nonsense, like playing music in your brain. Uh, but that said, what I take it, the specific reference you did there was like play Spotify or whatnot. If I could have an ad blocker, maybe I might consider it. But oh, given yeah. as there won't be an ad blocker, no, uh, no. That can can you imagine trying to listen to music and every thirty minutes or every fifteen minutes or whatever every other song they play an ad and you can't mute it or turn it down because it's playing in your brain? No. Do you know how many cyber trucks I could sell? <laughs> I mean, I would buy a cyber truck. Like the riots is enough to, yeah, you know, push me to buy a cyber truck personally. But you know, and I would want some upgrades on the cyber truck. By the way, I, I I don't want the glass to be nine millimeter resistant. I want it to be much larger caliber resistant. But anyway, so no. Do you know what uh, happened if you the impact if you hit that? What well, if, if you're wearing your seatbelt and your your gear, you're completely unlikely to hit your windshield anyway. What you well, mean, GP? Could um, you imagine? Could you imagine you guys walk into a business or something? You're listening to like someone's just talking to themselves. I'm trying to well, like I'm trying okay. not to. When, Blue, when Bluetooth first came out, I was one of the first people to have Bluetooth. And I'll tell you, a lot of people thought I was talking to myself. Yes. Or they would yeah, answer to I'll, me. I'll and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. One. I'm on. I'm yeah. on. That. But here's the thing. College testing, right? College tests or in any like school, even school, somebody whispering <laughs> into your they'd be literally giving you the uh-huh. answers. Well, you can surf the web from your mind. Yeah. So how would you do schooling from then on? That's a good point, uh, because you could just surf the web and find the answer. You're not actually mm-hmm. learning anything. You're mm-hmm. accessing it online. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah. But that's one of the main concerns I have with it, because someone like me, let, let's say I don't take it right. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not into cybernetics, which I actually am into cybernetics. But let's say I'm not. All right. You just and want I to don't buy take on a um, I mean, bionics would be pretty neat. But um, if if you don't take it, but someone else does and you're both applying for the same job, it's more likely for the other person to get hired than you because you're not augmented. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing of the future. It's if you don't stay up with technology, the augmentations and everything, you're going to be an outcast. Yes. And that's something I'm legitimately concerned about for the near future, what we're coming into, the dystopian world that we're generating and creating. It could be very problematic I heard at the same described. time because even be manual labor will be c- c- covered that way because you'd be like okay we need you to you know to uh pull crops from this field and if you didn't have an implant you wouldn't already know the commands you know what i mean to go well, not only that to do this yeah and not only that but let you 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 mentioned um uh you know bionics and and having like your limbs replaced or have augments to where your muscles or you know use some kind of a mesh or something that that strengthens muscles, causes them to break down less, whatever. And it increases your stamina or increases the overall strength that you have. In manual labor jobs, you're mm-hmm. going to be more desirable than someone that isn't augmented. Can so you see I the mean, job it, listing? Can you lift 7,000 pounds? Right. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, uh, there's other ways you can, uh, well, you know, you can see augments and stuff. We, we, mm-hmm. I've seen other proposals and ideas for like exosuits and whatnot, which is quite literally just like a skeleton on the outside yes. of your body that's, you know, electronic. And it, it would increase the the strength and everything that you would have. Um, so you could have someone operating that instead of a forklift and be able to move everything like a forklift, but have more maneuverability. But anyway, I actually heard this described as like the scenario you're describing here, like getting augments and stuff. I, I heard it described and I'm sure you did too, as a um, it was a dark Nazi society, but everyone's the Borg. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's essentially what it is. It's um, you, like everybody's going to be in a gulag, like the but we're all going to be in a Borg. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be the Borg in the gulag. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's what it was yeah. described as. I mean, and uh, ironically, the Borg are actually uh, they were originally a, a, an AI that was seeking perfection and then assimilated. Yeah. But anyway. That is a very real possibility because uh, here's the thing. MindLink, one of the things, one of the uh, advertisements for it is you'll be able to communicate it with other people that have MindLink without actually speaking. So, you know, think like telepathy or, or something on those lines, right? And you'll be able to send information and packets to the other person that contains messages, what have you, and you would be able to interact with one another and have so a conversation. About real te- so you would, real telepathy stuff. Real telepathy stuff. So you would could potentially hear someone else talking in your mind and you could respond and talk to them in their mind. That Essentially, think of it that way. It's not going to be probably not going to be that that way it's probably in the early stages it's going to be more like uh text messaging each other or something on those lines using your mind to type up a text document that they can then read themselves but there's no exterior you, you can't tell they're doing this kind of a thing so that's probably what it's going to be in the initial stages but over time we're going to obviously progress and get to the point to where you could think a thought and send that thought idea packet whatever you want to call it to someone else and they would understand what you mean from your perspective, from your like it has all the entrappings of that word or your understanding of it. And you would give it you would say it to someone else, because as it stands, if, I, you know, if I tell you, talk about a pink elephant, right, you're going to have your own image of a pink elephant, whereas I would have my own. But in this whole scenario, you could have a more precise language that you don't even have to speak to one another. Sounds great. Sounds awesome. Sounds terrifying at the same time. And it sounds very. It sounds problematic, great. Problematic. Yeah, it sounds great to someone that has good intentions. As in, if you have a society where everyone has good intentions, it works, doesn't it? But yes. not everyone has good intentions. Exactly. As more technology comes out, the more advanced we get, the the better we can help society. Conversely, it's also very dark. We can have very dark applications. That technology you used in to give eyesight to someone that was born blind or to give an appendage to someone that was born without one. Yeah, that same technology could be used by someone that's nefarious and wants to use it for um, stealing killing whatever you know i mean or creating a super army or something you know look at china or russia or something yeah it it has its dark uses as well as beneficial and unfortunately that's that's the world we live in indeed i guess i'll have to look at possibly my uh my spotify subscription when uh when that comes out right because i don't want any ads certainly don't want any ads I just just let me just let me root the software and let me install the adware or ad oh yeah you know what I never myself, thought about you know? yeah. Can you imagine if somebody gets hacked oh man no no absolutely not yeah but technically you can already be hacked technically technically yes uh, that's true yeah but anyway all right we're gonna have to go gentlemen uh, thank you guys for sitting down this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and I hope everyone has a great morning.